Welcome to the Move Forward Podcast with Dr. Kim Moss. We're absolutely passionate and committed to equipping believers to move forward in their life with Jesus, their careers, and their family. Each episode is designed specifically with you in mind to help you overcome the obstacles you're facing and truly move forward. We know you'll love this episode. Here's your host, Kim Moss. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Move Forward. I'm Kim Moss, and today I want to talk about what I'm hearing for 2020 and beyond. I started last time and we talked about some of the things that I've been hearing. We talked about not looking at so closely at the tree that you can't see the forest, getting a bigger picture. We talked about prayer and fasting being key for this time, a holiness movement that is coming, that has already arrived and has begun. I told you about the six phrases and passages of scripture that go with those phrases that I'm hearing about the season that we're in. And we talked about revival looks like something, the story of Gideon. We talked about that it's in the still small voice. And we talked about that there is a worship coming that defies a religious spirit and why that's important to the church in this time. I want you to know that each of those particular things are actually messages, larger messages that God has asked me to write up Uh, and to take various places that I'll be going this year. So if you're ever interested in hearing those, you can find me on my website, www.kimmas.com, and you can look at my itinerary. And if I'm in your area, come and see me. Come and give a listen. Each of them is about an hour-long message, and so I just sort of gave you an overview last week. But there's lots of other things that I've been hearing, too. I talked last time about the fact that I was hearing uh, Get Aggressive, from Matthew 7, 7 and 8, Hebrews 35 to 39, Luke 11, 8, Luke 18, 1 to 8. And then surrender from 1 Chronicles 15, 12 and Proverbs 15, 33. Also talked about uh, you are the pool. John 5, 1 to 9, John 4, 10 to 14, John 7, 38 to 39, Ezekiel 47, 1 to 12, and 1 Corinthians 6, 19. Those are the things I want to talk about to you, talk to you about today. So, what does it mean to get aggressive? You know, when the Lord first said that to me, I have to tell you that I was like, Lord, you've got to be kidding. The reason is because I have a bad taste in my mouth for what it means to be aggressive or an aggressive person. I have dealt with people like that in the past when I was in a secular job, in a regular workplace, and a lot of times they led us into trouble. They uh, started arguments. They stepped on people along the way up the ladder. Very often they were like a bull in the china shop. And even more often, they were controlling and dominating without earning the influence they tried to take. So I just didn't like aggressive people. I really like the word bold. I think I'm actually a very bold person. I'm willing to take a risk and step out on a limb. But God was saying something new, and I knew it. He was saying it's time to get aggressive And so as I began to ponder this and study the scriptures that he gave me, a thought came to my mind about a time when I was in school with Randy Clark and we were becoming friends. And I was at a conference 
with him and I was sitting in the front with all the other students and he was giving away some of his resources and none of us raised our hands. And he looked at us and he said, don't you guys understand that you have favor with me? And we knew right then and there. See, if we had been more bold, if I had been aggressive about the favor that I had been given with him, I would have asked for the resources and he would have given them to me first. And then another time I was sitting over lunch with a friend and I was talking about this very thing that uh, I don't really care for aggressive people. And I was saying something about how um, I've never had to throw my foot in a door or knock a door down pounding on it. And, um, you know, she brought me up short and she says, well, you know, all those women that you know and you look up to, the ones who have been a model for you that have gone before you, uh, they pioneered the way. And because they were pioneers, they had to be aggressive. They had to even be pushy in some ways because they couldn't take no for an answer because they were making a way where there was no way. And they were rejected and they were accused for it, but they finally found a way to fulfill God's call on their lives and make a way for those who would come behind them. Woo! I was convicted. After that, I came home and I started to really pray and press in about this word. I began, as I usually do, with research. Yeah, I know, I'm a nerd. You know, I'm a bookworm, actually. I, sometimes I prefer to be with my books than anywhere in the world. I like to be in my office with my library and reading. Anyway, I looked up the word aggressive. and It was very interesting. This is what I found. It means marked by combat readiness, strong, emphatic in effect or intent, growing, developing, spreading rapidly, enterprising, having or showing bold forthfulness in pursuit of a goal, possessing authority, eager to fight the battle, having the power to persuade and bring change. The synonyms for aggressive are feisty, insistent, unequivocal, compelling, dynamic, decisive, influential, bold, fierce. And it comes from the Latin. Here's, an, here's a good one. To step up. And as I looked up the word and I began to write those things down, I heard the Lord very loudly say, Daughter, do not confuse aggressive with angry aggression. The next level of the call will require an upgrade in force, boldness, power, and kingdom violence because we are going to war. If you will dare take the lead in the places I have positioned you to lead with the tools and the gifting I have given you, then you will be positioned to defeat the enemy in your spheres of influence. Ouch. Kingdom violence. So interesting that he used that word because that is the new book that I'm writing this year, Kingdom Violence, War and Peace in the Kingdom of God. What does that really look like? It comes from uh, Matthew eleven twelve. 12, you know, where Jesus says, from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of God suffers violence and the violent take it by force. There's been a lot said about that, but there is a kingdom violence. And what does that look like? It doesn't look like the world's violence. So then I had another question. Is it okay to be that bold? Uh, isn't that Jezebel? Well, Jesus tells us to be bold. 
cast out demons, heal the sick, prophesy, go into all the world and preach the gospel. He said that we will have authority to trample on scorpions and snakes. Jezebel wanted to steal and silence the voice of God. She killed the prophets. She manipulated, lied for personal gain, intimidated and murdered to have control by, by releasing fear. See, Jezebel is a spirit and it's not male or female. It can affect male and female. It is an unteachable spirit, a defiant spirit, manipulative, controlling, lying and deceiving and murderous spirit. That's not bold. That's demonic. Let's be clear. It is the insecurity and unhealed rejection in leaders that makes them susceptible to operating in a Jezebel spirit in the first place. Being a strong leader, bold and aggressive does not make anyone, whether they are male or female, a Jezebel. And so I asked the Lord, well, um, I'm going to need scripture besides just the cast out demons scripture. Well, then he gave me Matthew 7, 7 about ask, seek, and knock. And then he, and then he spoke to me the other scriptures that are Hebrews 10, 35 to 39, which is my personal life verse. Luke 11, 8 and Luke 18, 1 to 8. And these passages of scripture about are about a kind of aggression in asking and seeking and knocking, you know, especially in prayer. It's about ask, seek, and knock. Those verbs are about continuously, persistently, unrelentingly. That's aggressive. 2020 is the year of the mouth and the year of the of 2020 vision. It's a see and say year when your visions and your words are going to need to agree with God and each other. It's going to begin with opening your mouth. Get aggressive. This is not aggression with hostility, but it's rather an unrelenting boldness in prayer and declaration that is fueled by an aggressive Hope that is born out of sonship, relationship with an all-good, all-powerful, all-present King of all kings, the God of the universe, and His Son and His Holy Spirit. When we move from chapter 7 through to chapter 9, we begin to see that we will have what we expect. Should I say that again? You will have what you expect this year. You will see what you say by faith this year. The woman with the issue of blood for 12 years expected to be healed when she touched his garment. Hebrews 11.1 1 says that faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things unseen. Hebrews 10.35-39 to 39 says, My righteous ones, they will live by faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things unseen. My righteous ones, they live by faith. Faith expects, and it's born out of hope. What does hope mean? Hope means that you have a desire with an expectation of fulfillment. And expect, expectation means to hope for or anticipate with confidence the fulfillment of something. 
So 2020 is a time to get aggressive, to ask, seek, and knock, to see beyond the resistance, to see beyond the warfare, the opposition, the pain, and to allow hope to arise, to open your mouth, to let them be filled again. And I hear this silly question in my head. What would you do if you were 10 times bolder? You know, I've always hated that question too. I know. I have pet peeves about a lot of things, but it always felt so random and arbitrary to me. But now when you think about the thing that you hoped for, the thing that God gave you to dream and vision, the thing that God gave you a vision for, the project you've been working on and you've just hit a wall, encountered crazy warfare, resistance or lack and you haven't been able to complete it, suddenly the question, what would you do if you were 10 times bolder, doesn't seem so silly anymore. Instead, to me, it feels like war. This is the year of the mouth. Time to get aggressive, to ask and seek and knock with unrelenting persistence. You feel like the last season has knocked the wind out of you, but listen, God is coming to give you a fresh breath. For those of you whose hope is on life support, I hear him say he's coming to give you mouth-to-mouth resuscitation because this is the year of the mouth and he has need of your mouth. And in your mouth, he will put his words. And out of your mouth, you will release the decrees of the kingdom to shift nations and cultures. Listen, think about Ezekiel and prophesying to the four winds when the dead church then became a living army. Ezekiel wasn't sure that they could live. But he said, God, if you ask me to prophesy, I'm going to prophesy. And God filled his mouth and said, prophesy to the four winds. And he did. The next thing I'm hearing is surrender and consecrate yourself. From 1 Chronicles 15.12 and Proverbs 15.33. First Chronicles 15:12 says, "Consecrate yourselves so that you may bring up the ark of the of the Lord to the place that I have prepared for it." Proverbs 15:33 in the Passion Translation says, "The source of revelation knowledge is found as you fall down and surrender before the Lord. Don't expect to see the Shekinah glory until the Lord has seen your sincere humility." We have entered into a very serious time. It's a very strategic time. And in many ways, it's a very dangerous time. And God is serious right now about holiness. It's time to go back to the beginning and do the things you did at first. It's time to enter into a new beginning, not starting over. We're entering a new decade, a new era. And this is what I've been hearing the Lord say about this. Quote, you are entering a time of close examination But I'm not looking for flaws and faux pas. I'm looking for cracks to fill, brokenness to heal, unhealthy cycles to break, and weaknesses to strengthen. I will eagerly and immediately respond to honesty and transparency in repentance with forgiveness and mercy. So now come, surrender, surrender all again as in the beginning, and watch me manifest my glory in your life. The last thing, you are the pool. John 5, 1 to 9. John 4, 10 to 14. John 7, 38 to 39. Ezekiel 47, 1 to 12. And 1 Corinthians 6, 19. Read the passages of scripture. You will see that they build on the theme. But this is what I heard about this. The Lord says he's come to stir the waters of the pool of Bethesda. 
and you are the pool. My people are the pool. Many are waiting, the sick, the dying, the addicted, the demon-possessed. They're waiting. Just as the invalid was waiting at the edge of the sacred pool, it had become a shrine of venerated tradition, a legend, and he was waiting for it to be stirred. He waited 38 years. And Jesus, the one in whom is life, the one in whom is living water, healed him. And Jesus is in us. His spirit is in us, and we are now the pools filled with living water to bring salvation, deliverance, and healing. And Ezekiel saw a temple from which living waters flow, and everywhere the waters go. Polluted waters are healed, there's food for the hungry, there's fruit in every season, and there is healing, healing for the nations, every tribe and every tongue and everywhere the living waters flow, there is life. And we are the temples from whom the living waters flow. And the Lord says, now is the time to increase and flow. I have come to stir the waters in the nations and you are the pools of Bethesda. You are the temples from whom the waters of life flow everywhere you go. The waters in you will bring healing, fruit, and life to every place and person you come in contact with. So it's time to go. It doesn't matter how old or how young you are, your gender, your ethnicity, your educational or financial status. It makes no difference what you do or do not do for a living. It does not forfeit this call on your life. And it's time to answer the call. And you are the pool. And I felt like the Lord showed me with this that there are some people who once had a passion to fulfill the call and the dream, but you haven't been able to find your passion. It was lost somewhere in the, along the way. And it was lost because of an experience that you had, the exposure or fall of a trusted leader, a pastor, the experience of rejection in a trusted ministry by a friend or a leader. You had a great disappointment, a loss, tragedy, a devastating illness, a failed promise or prophecy, a failed ministry, failed business or venture, and the dreams and the visions that were once so vibrant, they were crushed and the life was sucked out of you. But the Lord wants you to know, listen, it's a new time and the gifts and the calling are irrevocable. And this is what I hear the Lord say. Once you were grand, once you were confident, once you were filled with hope and vision, and then the enemy came to break you and kill, steal, and destroy your dreams and visions. But the gifts and calling are irrevocable. And if you will dare to hope again, dare to open your heart and allow me to stir the waters in you, I will surely restore to you all the enemy has stolen. I sent you back to remember who you are and what you have been given and what you are called to. Now arise and go, and I will be with you to bear witness and signs and wonders and miracles. So I'm just telling you, it's time to come out of agreement with disappointment, resignation, anything that has given the enemy the opportunity to steal your dreams, kill your vision, and immobilize you, or erect a wall that prevents you from receiving the fresh infilling of the Holy Spirit. And this is how we are going to enter in and begin to position ourselves to receive all that God has for us in this season. It's about a divine reset. To move back into the original position, to move back into alignment with God. You know, divine reset is also a military term. Reset can mean it's a set of actions to restore equipment to a desired level of combat readiness and capability commensurate with a future mission. Listen, it's time for you to give permission and invite the Holy Spirit to examine your equipment, 
your practices and your habits, your systems and structure, especially in business or ministry, your relationships with the Lord and with others, and your devotional and your prayer life. Write down what he says. Set aside time for a serious fast to consecrate yourself afresh. Go back to the first things that you did in the beginning when things were simple and not complicated when you first were called before the Lord. Create a strategy around the word of the Lord to you this year. If you need help with that, I have a workbook called The Four Questions. You can get it on Amazon. And there's a soon coming e-course on the very topic of the four questions that, that uses the workbook and helps you create a strategy around a theme or a new vision that God has given you for a new season. The last thing is, another thing is, invite God to resuscitate your hope now. Invite God to resuscitate your hope. Remember, please remember that you will have what your faith expects this year. You will have what you say. This is a season of seeing and saying. It's the year 2020. Go back to simplicity and devotion. Go back to time in prayer and Bible study. Go back to listening and worship. Go back to silence and solitude for periods of time. If you need help in that area, there's a book called Soaring in Silence written by my good friend, Dr. Jeanette Storms. You can find it on Amazon. If you need help with understanding the Christian disciplines, my favorite book on that is The Spirit of the Disciplines by Dallas Willard. You can find that on Amazon. Now I just want to pray for you. As you've heard what the what I am hearing the Lord say for 2020, I'm going to ask the Lord that he gives you your word for 2020. And when we meet next time on the next episode, I'm going to start a whole new series called Fulfilling the Call in Your Life. So Father God, right now, I just invite you to open the eyes and the ears of every person listening. Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Holy Spirit, I invite you to touch their eyes and open them to see beyond the trees to the whole forest. Give them the big picture this year, Lord God. Let them see, Lord God, into the next 10 years of their life and their part in the big picture of what you're doing on the earth in this next 10 years, Lord God, in the revival that's coming, in the holiness movement that's here, Lord God, in the things that you are going to change and deal with in the church, in Jesus' name. I'm asking that you put the words in their mouth to declare, Lord God, over their family, over their own lives, Lord God, over their finances, Lord God, over this season, in Jesus' name. Words that will that will be declared, Lord God, over the prodigals and bring them home, Lord God, and bring a shift in Jesus' name. Words, Lord God, that you have placed there that will release power, Lord Jesus, and authority to shift atmosphere and circumstances and situations in Jesus' name. We thank you for what you're doing, Lord. Father, if there's anything in us, Lord God, that is religious or is under the control of a religious spirit, we ask, Lord God, that you would bring us a refreshing, Lord God, and bring us back to the heart of worship. Lord God, if there's anything in us, Lord God, where there has been idolatry, Lord God, and apostasy, we ask you to tear it down, Lord God. We give you permission to examine our hearts and show us in Jesus' name. And Lord God, where there has been a war with the culture, Lord Jesus, help us to see, Lord God, how we are different and how we are to live different and to conduct business differently. Lord God, we bless you 
In Jesus' name, we worship you and only you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. And Father, I'm asking you to send a commanded blessing and the restitution for all things lost or stolen, Lord God, seven times more than what they once had. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to the Move Forward podcast. We'd love it if you would take a moment to subscribe and rate this podcast, then share it with a friend. Subscribing gets you every new episode automatically downloaded to your device. For more information and resources from Kim, visit our website at kimmoss.com.